five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome to episode 100 of the Space Business Podcast. Right after our usual short messages, this also short episode will give you some review and statistics on our first 100 episodes, some selected quotes from our guests, favorite science fiction works that our guests mentioned, and lastly, some of the things we may be doing in the future. My name is Raphael Rodkin, and I'm an investor and advisor to space companies. Just as a reminder, this podcast is for informational purposes only, and nothing should be taken as investment advice. This podcast is sponsored by Nanoavionics, a satellite manufacturer and mission integrator. Their technologies enable many space companies worldwide to offer services that improve life right here on Earth, such as providing global connectivity, conducting Earth observation, or contributing to scientific discoveries. Check them out, and also check out my episode with the CEO and co-founder. Sadly, I am not a rocket scientist, but I am an alumnus of the International Space University. ISU offers a number of educational programs about space worldwide. Check them out at isunet.edu. And just some final things before we start the episode about ourselves. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple or Spotify. If you want us help expand our work, you can do so and support us at www.patreon.com forward slash space business podcast and we'll also put that link in the episode notes and lastly you can follow us on twitter at podcast underscore space so this is episode 100 of the space business podcast you know this is actually not entirely true because for some reason we didn't number all of the episodes for example starting with the very pilot episode of the entire podcast that wasn't numbered and another example the 2023 preview episode also didn't have a number to compensate without wanting to do so if you look carefully you will actually notice that we missed some episode numbers and a couple of those were just plain mistakes but also episode number 69 is kept open and that was on purpose and i let you guess why and if you know you know so let me just say this right at the beginning. This is not going to be an annoying, self-congratulatory episode of how great this podcast is. All that I, I hope you think it is. And if you do, a reminder to please give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. Rather, it will be a short taking stock of what we have done so far. And at the end, I will give you a brief vision for our future. Many of you probably saw that we actually ran a quick poll on LinkedIn about what this 100th episode should be. Um, the current format, a review, is what won that poll, closely followed by the option of a guest host interviewing me. And we actually decided to do that one too as a separate episode in the near future. So watch out for that. One thing I actually hope is that this episode will be particularly interesting also for you who is listening to the Space Business Podcast for the very first time, because it will, of course, give you an idea of what to expect and what this podcast is and does. Well, for all of you listening, I hope it also encourages you to listen to episodes you have not listened to yet, because I think they're all interesting. And I'm always super happy to see in, in our own statistics that even episodes from over two years ago when we started keep getting downloads. The content is there for you. 100 episodes. Take advantage of it. All right. So let's start with some 
statistics. So 100 episodes, that's the easy one. And one type of categorization of episodes mm -hmm. we introduced very early on, and long-time listeners know that, is splitting our episodes into what I call business episodes and then non-business episodes. And okay, some of you may not ask, non-business episodes have you looked at the name of your podcast recently well yes but as i often say even i myself get bored only talking about business all the time there's so much more to the space sector the science of course but also for example the legal part the geopolitics the humanities element i could not not cover those important aspects of space so as a result we had 33 non-business episodes or a third of all episodes i think that's a good ratio and i intend to keep that in, like this in the future and I, I hope you agree with that decision so just as examples for non-business episodes we had guests like well astronauts of course and chris hatfield was on that was super exciting and you should definitely listen to that episode he needs no introduction another astronaut guest uh, totally different was victor hispania and he was a suborbital astronaut from Brazil on the new Shepard vehicle. We also had prospective, as in hopefully future astronauts, and notably already two crew members of the upcoming Dear Moon mission. That's going to be a mission um, around the moon that's planned on SpaceX's Starship. It's financed by a Japanese billionaire and is meant to take eight artists around the moon and as i said we had two of those crew members already on uh, relatively recently and i actually plan on having the rest of that crew on too because the project is so exciting and the crew is that wonderfully diverse set of artists another perspective um, astronaut was uh, a guy called nima shahinian from norway and a guy called david Schelling from the uk another category of non-business or non-pure business guests were heads of space agencies and so far we had ricardo Conde from portugal space and uri aron from the israel space agency i can tell you with certainty that there will be more heads of space agencies next up scientists really exciting episode professor avi Loeb from harvard and yes of course we talked about umuamua if you know about that topic so go listen to the episode we also had jim green until recently the chief scientist at nasa and an astrobiologist uh, graham lau who is a great communicator on that topic we also had several non-governmental organizations connected to space a renowned macroeconomist a well-known blogger a space event organizer academics and even an actor from the tv series the expanse lastly in the non-business category we have regular annual preview episodes uh, that i give about the upcoming year and what it may hold for space and really lastly this episode is of course a non-business episode too now on towards the business episodes and those are, of course, the ones that lend the name to the podcast. And this usually means we invite a space entrepreneur, a executive from a space company or other space related business people. So let's break that down um, numerically again. So of 67 business episodes, we had 51 space entrepreneurs of space startups at all stages from pre-seed all the way to growth stage. We had five space company executives. Like, for example, Matt Dash, the CEO from Iridium, so a very mature, long-standing, publicly listed company. Or Bulland Altam from the German uh, optical comms company, uh, Mineric, where until very recently he was the CEO. And we had 11 other space-related business people, including several consultants. Now, of the 56 entrepreneurs and executives, they really came from all sorts of subsectors of space. 
Um, we had 11 from Earth Observation, 8 from satellite communications related businesses, and 3 from launch companies. And they were also satellite integrators. And at this point in time, I want to give a really big shout out to our sponsor of this podcast, Nanoavionics. We had component manufacturers, we had space targs, um, space situational awareness companies, even an asteroid mining company recently. Uh, space tourism company, you name it. All of the different space business models were there. Okay, let's shift gears a little bit to another type of statistics, episode length. The episode length, the mean, the average is 49 minutes. The median is 51 minutes. The mean gets dragged down a little bit by the shorter occasional episodes like the annual previews, which are more like 15 or 20 minutes or an episode like the one you're currently listening to, which is also probably going to end up more something like 15 minutes. In total, though, there are almost 79 hours of content. So several days of content. So if you want to listen if you want to binge listen to the Space Business Podcast, you absolutely can. The longest episodes so far were with Ricardo Condi from Portugal Space and with Chris Hatfield. Both of them a little bit over one hour. I haven't had really long episodes yet. Um, you know, I always envy um, Lex Friedman and his podcast. And he has these like two, three, I think his longest episode was even seven hours. Not sure I should be doing this. Um, but at the moment, we're around, you know, 50 to 60 minutes. And I think that I think hopefully you agree that works quite well. Let's talk briefly about the most downloaded episodes. And actually, I was debating whether I should include that statistics uh, because that number may be influenced by you know many things. It may be influenced by lucky social media reposting of the episode and, and frankly, things that not necessarily reflect um, the episode quality at all. I, as I said, I think all episodes are interesting. And another thing that impacts this is simply when an episode came out. So, of course, the longer an episode has been out there, the, the more chance, the more time it has had to to get downloads. But in any event, um, I'll tell you anyway, the, the top five most downloaded episodes of all time were the ones with uh, number one, Dr. Pippa Morgram, and she's a world renowned macroeconomist and um, US presidential advisor. And it is a great episode. So I, I do think you should listen to it. Then we also had um, in the top five, Bülent Dalton, again from Eneric. Peter Platzer, of course, a very prominent space entrepreneur, um, founder and CEO of Spire. Uh, Payam Banazade from Capella Space, the synthetic aperture radar constellation. And in closing off the top five, uh, Delian Asparua from Founders Fund and, and also, of course, a co-founder of VADA. And as a last category in the statistics section, let's talk about reach. Um, many thousands of monthly downloads uh, occurring. Uh, it's growing a double digit percentage every month on average. And excitingly, we are in well over 100 countries globally now. And the top five countries are the U.S., I should say by far, then followed by the UK, Germany, France, and Japan. But what's really interesting is we are present on all permanently inhabited continents, so every continent except Antarctica, and maybe people in Antarctica are listening as well, actually, I, I don't know. And we get downloads in places like, in, in no particular order, and um, just as a short selection, places like Madagascar, Mozambique, Tanzania, Ethiopia, Nepal, Cambodia, you name it, all around the world. Okay, next section. Um, some quotes from our guests. And obviously nothing substitutes for listening to the actual episodes, but I thought it'd be fun to cite half a dozen or so things people said at some point during one of the episodes anyway. All right, so again, in no particular order. Let's start. Quote number one. Space needs to be boring before it can be real. 
You need that basic infrastructure that enables living and working like roads and rails and power lines and sewers that we take for granted in most of the developed world. That was from Tim Christman from the Foundation for the Future. Next quote. The space infrastructure is more or less like a high-speed motorway network that had no tow truck for years. Um, perhaps unsurprisingly, this is from uh, Luke Piguet, the CEO from ClearSpace, uh, the company that's um, engaged in active uh, space debris removal. Next one. The space age has always been militarized. If it wasn't for the military and industrial complex of several countries, we wouldn't have had the space age that we've had. That one is from Professor Blevin Bowen. Uh, who wrote several books, including a recent one called Original Sin, which is essentially a book on military space, uh, well worth reading. Next quote, unfortunately, even the practitioners of science, even those that on social media advocate and say we are promoting science, they very, very often go against collecting evidence, arguing that they know the answer in advance. And perhaps also unsurprisingly for those uh, who know, this is from uh, Professor Avi Loeb, the longtime chair of Harvard's astronomy department. The more that people see of our world, and I guess space, the more we can understand each other and be better connected. Space travel is not the world's safest thing, but the rewards are so incredible. The reward is beyond anything that I can comprehend. And this is from uh, Karim Ilya, who is one of the um, people who was selected for the crew of uh, Dear Moon, that circumlunar flight that um, I mentioned a few minutes ago. Next one. Let's make sure that there's more women that get into every single space. Let's make sure that we are working out the unique economics and driving them down so that the future of human spaceflight is accessible to people with disabilities, to people who speak different languages, to people that are committed for space exploration, to be not only affordable, but to be a sustainable practice of the human experience. Quite a quote, and that's from Sita Santi from Boston Consulting Group. I do think there's a question for humanity about how should humanity progress into space? And this is huge. It's literally like the humanitarian question of our generation. It was Dr. Piper Morgram, the famous macroeconomist. And lastly, Chris Hadfield. And he said, it's the life on earth and the activities and the things you are involved in that are going to really determine whether you enjoy life and feel you're accomplishing something or not. I think that's a good one to close on. Okay, on to the next section of this episode 100. And perhaps it's my personal favorite one because it's about science fiction and unless this is the very first episode of the podcast you're listening to you know that this is always my last question to every guest in every episode the question being what are some of your favorite sci-fi works whether books movies or tv series and across all episodes we had 182 mentions of science fiction works that's the total but of course some works get mentioned several times so we'll get to that in a minute but there were 59 distinct works that have been mentioned. And you may have seen that we already posted the top five favorites of our podcast guests on uh, LinkedIn. I think that was my personal LinkedIn account a few weeks ago, but here they are again. And number one most favorite sci-fi works of the Space Business podcast guests was Star Wars with 26 mentions, closely followed by number two Star Trek with 24 mentions. And I only realized afterwards I should really force people to specify, you know, which Star Trek series they like because I think they're very different. My personal favorite being uh, Deep Space Nine. But in any event, uh, number three in the most favorite sci-fi works of our guests was uh, The Expanse, 15 mentions, followed by The Martian, 11 mentions, and lastly, Interstellar, the movie with 10 mentions. Now, some other works that have been mentioned multiple times include, in no particular order, Firefly, The Culture Novels, The Red Mask Trilogy, Asimov's Foundation, The Three-Body Problem, 
trilogy, Apollo 13 the movie, Alien, 2001 A Space Odyssey, The Arrival, Battlestar Galactica, several of Heinlein's books, several of Arthur, Arthur C. Clarke's books, Dune of course, like Doctor Who, Ender's Game and many others. One person answered uh, Lego, Lego space sets to this question. And um, yeah, I'm, we accepted that anyway. And actually, I really like the Lego space set. So there you go. And from memory, a couple of people actually said they don't like sci-fi, which I mean, is, is clearly very disappointing. We won't name and shame these people. And, and secondly, it always leaves me at sort of a loss of words and like unclear of how I should close the episode but again this was like two times out of a hundred times or so so lastly let's talk a little bit about the future of this podcast and first i can guarantee you we'll keep doing what we've been doing because people seem to like it at least that's what they tell me but nevertheless we'll do at least three new things and and maybe more first we may have what i'd call sub-series on very interesting timely topics. And the first example of that we actually already recently started, and that's a sub-series on all things space biotech. Yes, space biotech is a thing. I think it's usually exciting. That's why we're having a sub-series, um, because people need to, should be educated on this topic. And it actually already has one episode out with um, Ken Savin from Redwire, which you can find on the podcast. And the second thing we will try to do is we will try to expand the categories of people we bring in specifically for the non-space people um, and so we will have more categories besides the ones that are already mentioned above you know like the astronauts and the scientists and so forth and for example i want to bring in some science fiction authors and yes you can tell i like science fiction but but this actually has a reason one key goal when i started the podcast was to try to bring space closer to people who are not yet part of the space sector and and again hopefully every episode we have is is helpful in doing so but i do believe that it's helpful sometimes to have episodes with people who are just good communicators and get people excited about the topic of space in a in a different way and that's where sci-fi authors come in um, but also actually people like uh, bloggers and we already had uh, casey hanmer as an example of that and other types of space influencers communicators and teachers so it'll be more of that and lastly we will aim to achieve um, greater diversity in general but also for example in terms of the geographic origin of our guests and i probably should have mentioned this in the statistics section before but anyway i'll mention it now the the vast majority really i'm guessing 90 percent plus of our guests have been from north america or europe with occasional exceptions like um, uri oron from the israeli space agency already mentioned um uh, Temi Dayo Onyosun from an uh, organization called Space in Africa or Flavia Tadanadini from Fleet Space in Australia. Now you will see more episodes from Asia, including India in the Middle East, Australia, Latin America and Africa. And lastly, to close off this episode, I have two calls to action for you. First, we're doing all of this for you, the listeners. If you have any suggestions, we love to hear them. And whether that's about specific guests you'd like to see, changes in the format, complaining that the audio could be better, whatever it is, please email us your suggestions at spacebusinesspodcast at gmail.com or if you're connected to me on LinkedIn, just, just ping me on LinkedIn and I promise we will follow up. And second and lastly, do help more people find the podcasts. And one way you can do that is, I mean, of course, spread, spread the word of mouth, but also do leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. We really appreciate it. And that's it. I'm really looking forward to the next 100 episodes. You have no idea how much I enjoy doing this. I hope you enjoy listening and I'll see you very soon for episode 101. Bye. Well, that's it for another nominal episode of the Space Business Podcast. 
If you like this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform, such as iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at podcast underscore space. Also consider supporting us at www.patreon.com forward slash space business podcast. If the podcast got you interested in learning more about the business opportunities in the space economy, check out my new online course on space entrepreneurship on udemy.com. The link is in the episode description. Lastly, if you have any feedback, including ideas for guests, and that may include yourself if you have an exciting space story to tell or interested in being a sponsor, drop us an email at spacebusinesspodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to seeing you for the next episode.